Welcome to Konoha Crush, a clandestine effort to exhaustively research and document events occurring in and around the village hidden in the leaves. I'm Luca. I'm Ginger. Hey, hello. Welcome back to Konoha Crush. It has been probably a little bit since we recorded an episode of this podcast. It has been probably a hundred years. Probably not that long. It's been a hundred years. It's been a hundred years, and just about everybody who used to listen to the show is dead. So we're hoping that, um, you know, anybody hearing this can really get the word out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Luca, how's it going? Uh, you know, it's 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 going. It's I'm doing my best. I'm 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 out here. I, I I'm having some great times. Sometimes I'm having some some okay times. Other times. We're, uh, you know, we're doing it. We're doing it. But like, you know, I, I figured, you know, you, you, you made it through your move. And like, I had like a little bit of a break from recording enough so that I felt like I could get back, I could get back on the horse, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, here I am uh, on that horse, so to speak. Uh, wow. I don't know. How, how, uh, how have you been? Uh, good. Like you said, I finished up my move. I'm now, like, recording from the new place. Yeah, you have your own room and everything. Yeah, I have my own room and everything. Um, still a lot of work to be done. We still have, like, a lot of wallpaper to tear down and, like, rooms to paint, including mine. But, you know. Mm-hmm. We're making it. We're doing it. Yeah. Um, like, you know, you can record the podcast, and that's the important part. Yeah, I can record the podcast. That's the important part. The acoustics in here are still like a little bit rough. I would like to put some foam up, but that's going to be an after we paint thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, please, please bear with me if there's like a little bit of like a echoey resonance to to my voice for the next few recordings. Mm-hmm. I bet that our listeners will probably not give that much of a shit. Yeah, but, like, I can hear it, and it bothers me. Okay. All right. I'm just saying, right? Like, I mean, we were talking about this just before we hit record. Like, you put, like, so much effort into, like, making sure you, like, sound right. And I just, like, put the microphone in front of my face, and I, like, stand here, and I start talking. And that's my whole process, right? So right. if they don't have a problem with me, the odds of them having a problem with you, who, like, put so much care into this, are, like, basically minimal. Okay, but, like, the problem is that, like, you still end up sounding better than me. That can't, that can't possibly be true. Um, okay, well... Shut up. <laughs> but, um, uh... I don't know. So how, how have you been? Have you, have you been up to anything that you want to talk about? Oh, like, God. Like, you watching any anime? You, uh... I know you, you downloaded a bunch of light novels and stuff uh, during yeah. the move. Did you read any of those? Yeah, I downloaded a bunch of light novels to read while I didn't have, like, internet yet at the new house. Um, I didn't read any of them. Mm-hmm. Did you so, finish, uh, what was it, Nona the Ninth that you're still in the middle of? Yeah, I, 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 yeah I, I did end up finishing Nona the Ninth. Okay, why? That's something. Yeah, it's something. Um, it's, it's a good one. It's a good one. Fucking. That's pretty cool. Maybe I'll check it out sometime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Nona Nona is, like, a really, really fun character to be in the head of. And just, you know, it's it's a good story. It's a good, it's a good book. It's, it's, yeah. it's the next one from the previous two. And if you like those, you'll like this one, you know? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. What if I, like, kind of liked one all right and then like like most of the other one but like had it felt like kind of losing me at the end okay yeah how how, how would you say in that in that circumstance um i think you will like most of this one but it might lose you a little at the end okay all right all right i I can be prepared for that i can be prepared for that it yeah it, it is about nona hanging out with her little like you know fake like hideaway ex ex like necromancer family on this like refugee planet right and it's just about this like you know this the the, the this character this this like person this like personality personality this intelligence that like started existing in this body like a few months ago and still isn't quite like all the way like adjusted to being a person 
Mm-hmm. Classic. We've all been there. We yeah, li- like literally, we've all been there. Um, just just like you know, ha- ha- having having a good time, going to school where she's like a she's like a teacher's aide, and like you get a lot of like fun little interaction with all the like little gang of refugee kids, and like um the 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 book does like a really good job of like having characters talk about things like around nona about things that are like going way over her head but like you know have implications that you are picking up on it's a it's a good one all right you know and like that's that's about as far as i want to get into it without like you know talking about it more spoilery Mm-hmm. Um, have you been up to anything? I've I've been up to a few things. You know, I've been reading a fuckload of X Men comics. Uh, Ooh, yeah. I like years and years ago. I think it was in, like 2016 or something. I like dead. I like made the choice. I was like, I'm going to read every X Men comic ever. And I've slowly been picking away at that for like I guess near like seven years now, right? And I still yeah. haven't read every X Men comic ever, and I'm still like in the middle of the 80s. Um, but you know, every once in a while I get like a burst of like energy and I read like a few hundred, uh, at once. And, uh, that, uh, that, that, that really gets me somewhere, you know, I'm, uh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's been pretty fun. I'm like, I'm like at, at this point where like, like it, it really becomes apparent that the X-Men are like the, the, like, you know, the, the biggest thing, because there's all this like constant push for like. Oh, there's going to be more books. These books are going to like cross over more, right? Like there's like the 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 yearly events that they have where like everything like kind of ties back around together, right? Um, and there's like uh, <clears throat> occasionally there's like this growing sense of like friction with like you know d- differing like editorial and creative visions, but like you know I'm at a point where that's still like pretty interesting, and where like the the people in charge of those various crossovers are like generally people who's like work I'm enjoying right like it's a lot of like Claremont it's a lot of like uh, Louis Simonson um, which I don't know if that means anything to anybody listening to this podcast but you know when, when they're working together there's like some uh, some missteps but on the whole it's like a it's like a it's just, it's like a fun high octane soap opera where people punch each other a lot you know yeah and that's like what you want when you sit down for the X Men I think oh absolutely. All right. Well, before before we get into it, do you have anything else you want to talk about, or? Oh yeah, yeah. I guess the other thing I've been doing is I've been like gradually getting my way back into like uh, Trails of Cold Steel Four. Um, I talked like you talked about how like you had all of these plans for like things you do without internet. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, uh, Cold Steel Four was going to be one of those where I like tried to literally like really sink into my my teeth into it. Like around when it came out, I was like moving like a few days like a few weeks later, right? Um, yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll just like try play and play, play as much of that as I can uh, during that time. And then it turns out that we didn't actually go very long without having internet, so I didn't play much of that game. And uh, <laughs> I, I've, I've been ve- like very slowly like picking it up every like once every few months and then, like putting it back down again. But I feel like I feel like I'm gonna like actually try and like power through the rest of it now. Um, the, uh, the 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 trails series, if you don't know about it, is like yeah, here's this like big interconnected series of JRPGs that all take place in one world. You get this like slowly evolving understanding of like the political situation and like how these various characters tie into it. You know, it's got this big like cast that it keeps building and building throughout 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 the series. Um, and like Cold Steel Four is like kind of uh, like angling to be a finale for like a lot of the threads that had like pulled, built like you know been built up to that point. Um, and uh, I, I had heard it described as a little bit Avengers Endgamey, ooh, and not an entire, you know, and not by people who are like, "Fuck yes, I love it, I loved Avengers Endgame." And right. it's kind of like sometimes it feels a little bit like that, you know. Sometimes it feels like a little bit like if Avengers Endgame was like a hundred hours long. Right, um, right, right. A little bit Kingdom like- Hearts three. <laughs> Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. It's like, because it's more like, there's just a little too much stuff and it's just a little like too meandering. Like the entire like act two of that game is like so much like, oh, hey, we have some other like party members beyond the main party that we like need to go and like 
take up onto our airship so that we can uh be ready for the big like fi- like the big like you know climax of this game and like there's so little plot advancement happening in that whole like lengthy section of game other than like okay we like got these guys back together and we fought like these guys that you remember from before and then we uh <laughs> And then we went to a different place and we did that all over again, right? And there's like cool stuff happening like peripherally, right? Where like, I mean, there's like this, uh, like, like one of the things people talk about a lot with those games is like, oh yeah, there's like all of these like named NPCs who are like not necessarily important, but all have their like, own individual things going on. They're like own little storylines that like, you know, progress over the course of the game, like often without your involvement. Um, and you can just keep checking back in on them. And like that often ties back into like the, uh, the political situation in the world and like you know where, where things are at that point in this game is there's this big like military draft that like people are getting like pulled into and you have all these people with all these different like complicated feelings about it you know you've got like the, all the fucking jingoistic weirdos like being like hyped to go off and die for their country you've got all the people who are like you know feeling less uh good about it yeah um and you know like it, it, it's like it's like fun to see all of these places that i have this like sense of and like of the people in like in this like difficult situation but that's like so like peripheral to like what the game is making me do for like the main story for like the last like 30 hours or so um and that's not like ideal but like i'm hoping it'll pick up a little bit as i like move in towards the climax uh you know i I guess we'll see yeah yeah that's like i guess that's all my stuff all right you uh you just want to get to naruto you want to get to the episodes I would love to get to Naruto. I would love to like launch like right into the uh this bold new era of Naruto we've reached. Fuck. Yes. All right, let's go. Um Oh god damn it. I forgot to refill my water. That's okay. I'll just uh I'll just fill up my bottle right now and it should be enough. Okay. Oh god, that was on tight. <laughs> I have like a little bit left in this pitcher. Get me through the podcast, at least. Okay, well, you know, if you have to, like, get it for more water or whatever, it's not going to be the worst thing in the world. I've got roughly one hour worth of sips left. Okay, we gotta fucking go fast. We gotta go fast! No. Not that big of a deal. Okay. I can just crack open another monster instead. I got loads of those right above my desk. God. (laughs) (sighs) I've already had two today. How's that treating you? How's your like high monster lifestyle? Oh God, God. I don't think so. Hmm. Well, what do you mean you don't think so? It it doesn't. It doesn't treat you. <laughs> what did you mean by this? Episode one thirty six. Deep cover. A super S ranked mission. Naruto snuck out of the hospital to sneak some ramen, only to get chased down and dragged back by Shizune. Sakura blames herself for putting all the weight of retrieving Sasuke on Naruto and packs her bag, resolving herself to do something about it this time. She visits him in the hospital and tells him not to push himself about Sasuke anymore and lets him know that she's a person that does stuff now. Jiraiya hops into Naruto's room to go off and train, but Naruto wants to hold off on that for Sakura, so Jiraiya goes to visit Tsunade and asks to take the kids on a mission. Sakura takes off in search of Sasuke, but Naruto breaks out of the hospital to catch up before she leaves and volunteer to go too. Jiraiya shows up just in time to make their little runaway a real mission to look for Sasuke in the land of rice paddies. Like one of my main memories of like this era of like, you know, Naruto anime original content mm-hmm. is that sometimes there's like an enthusiasm to have characters perform their bits to the degree that it feels kind of detrimental to them. Yeah. Like Naruto is just like so extremely the ramen boy right now, you know? Oh yeah. Like he's like like yeah, he's like, he's like breaking out of the hospital to like get more ramen and then he's like they have to like drag him back to the hospital in like ropes, which like bad bad for your patient probably. If he can't be running around, you probably don't want to like tie him up and drag him across the ground. Um yeah, that's bad for a healthy person. <laughs> but like, it, it's like, it, it puts me in this like, like when I'm watching this episode, it's like one of like a few things that like make me think that this like first 
half of this episode has like a kind of awkward construction to like facilitate like Naruto and Jiraiya immediately backing off from the like okay we need to go train for like two and a half years thing mm-hmm. um right and, and so like Naruto's like hospital hospitalization here is like both this like weird afterthought and also this thing that like needs to be like you know, he he needs to still be in the hospital so that he can't have left with dry yet so that the plot can start. But also, like, he's... It's not something that, like... I, I, I don't know, right? Like, there's there's no real evidence of, like, anything being wrong with Naruto because, like, later tonight he, like, breaks out of these ropes to, like, go rush after Sakura. And it's, like... I, I don't know. It's just, like, really weird and uneven and, like... The, the the fact that like up until like Sakura is here to be sad, he's just like I'm the ramen boy and I care only about ramen, just adds to the level that it all feels like kind of awkward to me. Yeah, yeah, no, totally, totally. Like a lot of anime do this thing where like in like the first couple episodes to like establish a character, they have them like overperform the bits. Mm-hmm. Like, have you noticed that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and it feels like this is doing that, but it's, like, the middle of the show because, you know... Right, like, we know who Naruto is. Right. Like, if this is someone's first episode of Naruto, like, it shouldn't be, and also, sorry? Uh-huh. Like, speaking of overperforming the bits, um, but, like, in a different way, right? Like, we have, we have like, the first, like, starts of the episode where it's like, oh, here's Naruto's, like, silly, funny comedy times, and then we cut to Sakura, and it's like, you immediately, like, fucking whiplash into, like, Sakura is so sad right now, and the somber music is playing, and she's, like, she's, like, standing on a bridge and, like, staring off into the distance, and she's just, she's just really going through it. She's, like, having a rough time, and, uh, it's just this, like, ping-ponging of the tone between, like, Naruto is up in, like, a silly situation where they're, like, tying him to the bed in the hospital, like, spoon-feeding him so he doesn't try to break out again. And, like, Sakura is so sad, you guys. You need to understand. She's, like, really having a bad time right now. She's really having a bad time. She thinks she thinks the reason Naruto is hurt right now is all her fault, and also Sasuke is still gone. Yeah, and, like, maybe that's her fault, too, somehow. I don't know. But she's got to do something about it, right? Um, you know, in our previous episode, I talked about how, like... I, I talked about how, like, you know, they they wound up, like, cutting out a lot of the Sakura stuff from, like, episode 135 to, like, sort of sprinkle it throughout this arc and, like, you know, maybe give her, like, own resolve to, like, try and do something. Um, like, maybe, maybe a little more weight, maybe, like, be part of a story where she does something. And again, it's, it's like, too soon for us to say, like, if they're gonna have, like, Sakura get, like, a cool fight or, like, you know, ha- have, like, a moment that feels like anything because we're, like, halfway through this arc right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say, so far, not looking great. Right, I mean, like, this, like, est- establishing, like, the emotional, like, stakes of this for Sakura, like, is immediately just, like, a series of bad signs as she, like, goes into Naruto's hospital room and she's like, no, it's okay, Naruto. I'm going to be like, I'm going to be like strong and like self-reliant. Now, I'm, I'm not going to just like, you know, lean on like you and Sasuke anymore. I can't do that. I, ha- I have to do this like on my own. But like rather than being played as this moment of like, oh, she's like come to a conclusion. It's like she says this and then the camera like repeatedly cuts to her face as she's like su- like frowning a little bit and like ominous sad like sound tone cues are playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like okay i see i see so she maybe we maybe she should want this or she's like wanting this the wrong way arbitrarily i guess she's gonna like try and like leave the village about it right but yeah uh, it doesn't really bode well for any idea that she might be able to like go off and uh you know have an exciting key part of this arc that really uh that really comes together no 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 um, but anyway, Sakura is like about to like leave the village in the middle of the night to like go search for, search for like Sasuke alone, and like Naruto breaks out of the hospital to stop her. And this like sort of like half formed like echo of like when Sakura went to like stop Sasuke uh, from leaving the village, right? Like it feels like it's definitely like pulling on that, but mm-hmm. like I don't know if it's like necessary to like any real end, right? Like. Like I guess it's like oh this time like Naruto's here and he's gonna like go with Sakura and they're like you know it, it's like. Like, like, like is, is this supposed to be like establishing like a like a bond and like a potential compatibility between like Naruto and Sakura that will never go anywhere? 
We ju- we just don't know. We just don't know. Um, there's really no a, way to tell. There's really no way to tell. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then Jiraiya shows up, and it turns out the thing he was doing was getting a mission from Tsunade for Sakura mm-hmm. Naruto and himself to go and look for Sasuke. Right, like he shows up, he's like, hey, you guys can't fucking leave the village without permission or else you'll go to jail instantly. You will, like, be declared, like, a fucking enemy of this state immediately if you, like, step outside of the village borders without, like, expressly, like, you know, informing your boss, like, what you're doing and, like, where, and, like, where you're going and getting permission for it. This is the level of, like, personal freedom you have as, like, a, as, like, a shinobi of the leaf. Which, I don't know if we've had that, like, expressly stated before. Yeah, I don't know. But it's really something, you know, it's like... It's, like, not surprising, and it doesn't really feel incongruous, but it's, like, this, like, you know, it's, it's, uh, I mean, I guess I'm just, like, always the person who, like, likes to see the Hidden Leaf Village, like, sucking a little bit, so I can go, like, yay, look at that, it's fucking terrible here. Yeah. Um, and then, like, be disappointed, like, in 200 episodes of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they, they head out, they reach the land of rice paddies, and then, like, that's where this half of the episode ends. Did you have more you wanted to say about this? Not really. Let's move on. Okay. On the road, in the land of rice paddies, Naruto is surprised they haven't been jumped by sound guys yet, and Jiraiya explains the political situation of the land and why Orochimaru took advantage of it to set up the sound village. Naruto asks where the sound village even is, but Jiraiya has no idea, explaining that a big part of the mission is to track down its location. Jiraiya takes the kids' money and leaves them outside of town to get ripped off at a bar, while the kids get jumped by a young Mashinobi who mistook them for Sound Ninja. Jiraiya catches up to them, being chased by goons from the bar after he refused to pay. Okay. So yeah, th- this this half of the episode is interesting to me as like kind of like, you know, a sobering reminder of like whenever I like catch myself going like in a little bit too deep trying to think about like the geopolitical situation in the world of Naruto, because like this anime original arc is, like, basically the only source for any information about, like, the country that the village hidden the sound is in. Yay! Um, they, like, never talk about it in the manga. That's awesome! Um, but, you know, we, we we do get some details about it here, and, like, I do, I do want to, like, dig into that a little bit. Um, yeah, like, the, uh, the basic situation that Dre outlines here is that, like, you know... The uh, the feudal lord of the land of rice paddies is like you know he's kind of like a you know he he's got like a sort of uh, you know like 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 a little bit like but he he's got like you know am- ambitions that are perhaps a little bit outpaced by like the scale of like you know the resources of his country um and you know his own like uh, good judgment so he like got conned by Rochamaru into being like hey I'll like have a like, like, hey, you, you can set up like a, like a hidden village in here, right? Um, and then Orochimaru, like, presumably, like, didn't do shit for him ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, like, why would he? Yeah, obviously, why would he? Um, yeah, I wonder, I wonder if the village hidden in the sound, like, has a bunch of, like, normal shinobi that, like, work around the, um, around the land of patties, like, as a front, right? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, like, it seems kind of like he doesn't even bother with that, right? Like, there, there's the sense of, like, oh, the, like, the reason that the village hidden in the sound is, like, so hard to find is because, like, Orochimaru, like, basically doesn't care about, like, the normal operations of, like, a hidden village, right? Like, he doesn't have, like, you know, he he doesn't have, like, uh, people going, like, there isn't, like, an office that people can go to, like, in the, vigil, the village hidden in the leaves where they can, like, go and hire some ninjas to, like, help with, like, I don't know, like, a lost cat or, like, a bandit problem, right? Mm-hmm. Um like, he just doesn't fucking care about that, right? Yeah. And so, like, on that level, like, I understand, like, what it means when they're talking about how, like, oh, yeah, Orochimaru, like, doesn't actually, like, care about the well-being of the, like, village hidden in the rice paddies. Uh, and that's why, like, nobody, like, really knows exactly where it is, like, uh, among the populace. But also, it's, like, very funny that everybody's really, like, damn, Orochimaru's, like, such a fucking, like, shitty ninja, like, because nobody knows where his, like, secret base is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely also, like, pretty interested in, like, the the ways that, like, the, the, the ways that this arc, like, frames, like, people having, like, a, a problem here, right? Like, when Madrai's talking about it, uh, like, it, it's very obvious that a lot of his problems, like, hey, this is a Rochibaru, and we fucking hate that guy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's my ex or whatever. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, but, 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 God, but like, I, I do have to wonder a little bit about, like, the way the, like, completely off screen, as far as I know, like, feudal lord of the land, like, land of the rice paddies is, like, portrayed as, like, being kind of a fool for, like, wanting his own hidden village. And again, is that being, like, this very, like, you know, greedy, overreaching thing, right? Um, because on the one hand, like, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, pr- probably not the play to be, like, this, like, aggressive, overreaching, like, expansionist state, like, generally speaking, right? Um, but but also, the people the people talking about him like that are from the Leaf Village, right? Like, Right, like, I mean, like, I feel like geopolitically, right, th- there's definitely this, like, hey, if you don't have, like, a ninja village or, like, something else, like, very specific, like, you know, there's, like, a, there's, like, a country out there that has, like, a samurai army, um, like, if you don't have, like, something like that, like, you're kind of, like, a sitting duck on the global stage, right? Because, like... Yeah, right, like, you're basically a sitting duck. Like, you, you, like, if you don't have your own, then you belong to one that does, right? Like... Yeah, right. Like, that, that is definitely the sense I get, like, about this stuff so far. Um, so, so, like, it, it's, like, interesting to try and untangle, like, Jiraiya's position, like, what he's, like, studying about this from, like, the, uh, the, the broader situation in this world and, like, uh... Yeah. And like there, the, the, there's also like another like kind of interesting um, bend to it too when we find out about the uh, Fuma clan later, right? But like we should probably mm-hmm. wait to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely something I want to like circle back around to. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I mean, we we get that bit of exposition, and then like having delivered the relevant information, like we talked a little bit about how Naruto suffers from like kind of overplaying his bits. Jiraiya gets, like, fucking steamrolled by it here. Yeah, yeah. Like, to do a point where it kind of, like, I, I, I feel like I don't know why the seed goes down the way that it does, right? Like, because there's a bit where he's, like, he's going off into town to, like, go and, like, gather information or whatever, right? I did, like, air quotes, but you can't see that because this is an audio medium. Mm. Um, and, like, Naruto is extremely skeptical about this because of the time where he spent, like, a month in a single town with Jiraiya and then meanwhile, like... At the end of that month, the Rochimaru like walked in a straight line towards the exact person Dry was trying to find. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, Naruto still like hands over his wallet to Jiraiya so he could like go and like blow all of his money on some stuff as as sure that he isn't going to achieve anything. Right, but like we already had a bit in like the whole like search for Sonata arc where like after Naruto gave Jiraiya all of his money, he learned that Jiraiya was like actually rich. It was just, like, being an asshole for no reason. Yeah. So I don't know why he would, like, hand over his wallet again. Yeah. Right? Like, he, plays, like, like, he, like, he, he like, begrudgingly hands over his wallet and then tells Sakura not to, but, like, why didn't he just not hand over his wallet? Like, why, why is Naruto give Jiraiya his money here? <laughs> like, I, I can see it being, like, a kind of funny bit if, like, Naruto's like, no, I'm not giving you my fucking money. And then Sakura is, like, you know, she, she doesn't really know how Jiraiya operates, so she's, like, you know, trying to be, like, uh... She, she, she's trying to be, like, professional in front of the Sanin because she knows Naruto isn't going to do it, uh, mm-hmm. right? Like, th- that could be something, but, like, I, I don't know why Naruto gives Jiraiya money again. No way. Like, it just doesn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's not even the better version of the joke. Mm-hmm. But you gotta reestablish all the bits. You gotta reestablish all the bits. I'm just saying, like, there's a better way to do it. There's a better way to do it that isn't, like... Yeah. It doesn't give me this reaction, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Um, but anyway, Jiraiya, like, wanders off into the village with the kid's money and then, like, immediately achieves nothing and gets chased out of the village again. Um, that's that's what he's got going on in this part of the episode. It's uh... At the very least, he didn't end up spending any of the kid's money. Yeah, it also seems like he doesn't give it back to them, though, right? <laughs> Fair. Because, like, in the next episode, when he's, like, about to go do his, like, information gathering thing again, he's they're like, yeah, we don't have any more money. You took it all already. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, what the fuck? But, yeah, Jir- Jiraiya is basically just being, like, the, the most, like, joke version of himself. And, like, again, like, he, he he's not beating the bad info-gathering allegations here. No. You know, Naruto and Sakura are, like, waiting outside of the town, you know, Naruto's, like, grumpy about it. He has this truly, like, wretched line about how Dry is just going to go and sow his oats, uh, with, without, uh, without harvesting anything. Um, <laughs> which I didn't like to read. Oh, I don't like that one. 
No. Hey, I have a controversial take about Jiraiya. Mm-hmm. Jiraiya has never had sex. I agree. Okay, good. I don't think anyone's let him. I wouldn't. No. Well. <laughs> hmm. There's a there's there, there's a price, but I'm not gonna get into okay. it. Right, right, right. Yeah, not but like you know, as they're waiting around, they encounter the like mystery new friend who like throws some knives at them. Um, you know, she she doesn't like have a lot to say. Uh, this time she they they just like do a little bit of like an action sequence where like they throw knives at each other and then like she runs off right. And she yeah. likes. I, I think she says something about how like she thinks of, like the Sound Village people or whatever. Yeah, well, she doesn't actually say anything. Okay, right. She like. She she jumps them and then Naruto's just like, oh my god, do you think it's one of Orochimaru's guys? Oh right. And then she's like, oh shit, these guys aren't with Orochimaru, and then smoke bombs. Mm-hmm. Right, like like the the the, the main thing I like like <clears throat> like my main experience with, like this character in part of the episode is like I, I was just watching it I was like oh yeah this is like an, this is like the new anime girl for this arc who's showing up and I was like just kind of completely blindsided by them doing the like oh they're they're assuming this character is a boy thing. Uh-huh. Um, D- despite how exactly like a girl she looks, well, like it's it's like one of those things where it's like like she doesn't even have like the signature of, like, of like an anime girl like disguising herself as like an anime boy or whatever, right? Like it's not like it, it, it's just like here's just like a character in, in a mask, right? And like I was I was just kind of like it, it's this weird like uh, the, the, there's this like level of like gender going on here, but like not in an interesting way. There's just like they just put some gender in here, right? Like this character just has like 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 like, like this, like this character, it's like this character has gender. It's just that like there's like this weird gender being read onto her that like doesn't scan to the audience, or at least not to me. Yeah, I, I it just like it like really took me out of it, right? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm like struggling to like put it into words more precisely than that. But it's like this little arc has some gender. I guess it's like a like I guess occasionally there's some gender in this one, but like don't get your hopes up. No, it's not. None of it's good. I don't know. Do you have anything else to say about this episode? I feel like I kind of like meandered around this one, but uh, no, not really. Let's just move on. Okay. Episode one thirty-seven: A Town of Outlaws, the Shadow of the Fuma Clan. Jiraiya takes the kids to a new place for him to be a creep at, and tells them to find something to eat and wait at the temple on the outskirts of town. Sakura is starting to have doubts about Sasuke, and they run into the masked kid from before being chased down by some goons. A big scissors guy, a spiders in a sack man, and an in-the-dirt person. All who seem to be working for Orochimaru. Jiraiya bribes some girls for info on the sound village, and gets lured into the world's most obvious trap. Jiraiya's goons introduce themselves as ninja clan that has been forced to live a life of crime due to circumstances, and invite Jiraiya to work for them. Jiraiya calls them bitches, and the big chopper leader guy gets Rasengand. He's super impressed by the technique and has Jiraiya introduce himself. And by the time Jiraiya says his name, all the goons have dropped to the floor to beg forgiveness. Jiraiya lets it slide for some info on the sound village. Right, so Jiraiya still not beating the bad at gathering information allegations this time. Nope. No, like again, you know, he's he's like... I, I feel like they gave him like a little bit better... Fits this time, mostly in the sense that I think like Hochiotsuka is, is like fun to listen to, and I think his like I, I, I like like his extremely like not even trying to fake complain is, is like you know it's 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 all right, um, but he's he's still just like you know at the end of the last episode right he gets chased out of that town and um, he's like hey we can't fight these guys right now we have to be like secretive about our like ninja arts right that we're like ninjas here on a mission right like we have yeah. to be subtle about it yeah. Um, and then he walks into this brothel and he's just like, hey, any of you bitches, here's a big wad of cash. Any of you bitches know where the sound village is? Anyone know yeah. anything about I'm Orochimaru? Looking, yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking for Orochimaru and the sound village. And then, like, by the end of this half of the episode, he has, like, announced his name in public. And, like, again, like, yeah, hey, I am Orochimaru's personal enemy. Like, <laughs> like not, 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 a, not, like, a neutral name to be tossing around in, like, Orochimaru territory. It's, uh... It's not. It's not. It's not impressive. It's not really like a. It's not really like a great showing from him. I have to say. I think Jiraiya is kind of stupid, right? Like he sucks a little bit here, right? Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Maybe 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 next week he'll uh, he'll have a better showing for us. But like maybe. Yeah, you know. Meanwhile, like uh. Oh hey, it's the mask girl again. Yeah. Like before that, I just I just think it's very funny that like. At the start of this arc, they're like, okay, yeah, this is, this is going to be, like, big and important. We're, like, going in directly into Orochimaru's territory. We're going to try and find Sas- Sasuke. And, like, here, like, a single, like, like one more episode into the arc. Sakura is, like, just sitting here, like, using her inner model, like, like temper your expectations. Like, hey, okay, don't get your hopes up too high for Sasuke. He might not show up. He, he might should not be here. It's okay. <laughs> Everybody at home, like, try not to be too sad if Sasuke doesn't show up, you know? Like, I, like yeah, she's like, I, I have a vague feeling that maybe Sasuke has already, like, left this place. <laughs> So fucking funny. Yeah. But yeah, then the, the mask girl shows up. She's being chased by, by the new goons. These are not inspiring goons. No, these guys all suck. We just had like a spider's guy in the previous arc, and you've given us like a shittier spider's guy. <laughs> My special ninja power is I have 100 spiders in this bag. Yeah. I mean, you've also got the guy whose special ninja power is having a big scissors on his arm that he like... It's tied Fails on to with ever hit rope. anybody with. It's tied on with rope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this guy just got the biggest scissors he could find and tied it to his fucking arm. Yeah, that's all he has going on. And like, I get you know, getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but like, that's all he's ever gonna have going on because he's fucking dead by the end of this week's episodes. Yeah. Like I, I, at least the spiders guy has like a kind of like yeah you, know, you know it's like a, it's like a little bit fun when he's like to slowly like having all of the spiders show up. I keep getting ahead of, of myself here, but like when you're just the fucking scissors guy, like yeah, what do you do? Like show up somewhere and demand to cut things? <laughs> like you just you just kind of like like you you gotta like awkwardly position that around somebody's neck and like hope they stay still long enough for you to do that. Like, genuinely, you'd be better off with a regular knife, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, I, I'm just gonna talk about his whole, like, like the full effect, like, extent of his, like, scissors feats now, because I'm just, like, fucking ragging on him, and we might as well get it out of the way. Yeah. There's, like, a, like, the only time he ever hits somebody is there's, like, a scene in, like, the next episode where he, like, punches Sasabe in the face. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, to no effect. <laughs> like, other yeah. than just knocking your back a little bit. But, like, he does hit her with the scissors. It's just, like, a... He just kind of no-sells it. Yeah. And then he, like, misses a lot and gets, like, knocked the fuck out. And I guess the spiders guy is, like, I mean, he, he, can, he, he can, like, put spiders around. But I, I don't know if he, like, does he attack anybody? No. Or, or does he just crawl around and, like, fill the environment with spiders? He just crawls around and does spiders. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, in the dirt person who's, who's like... entire dialogue in this episode is like ominously laughing or like saying insect poetry is like the standout yeah Uh, rough rough squad of goons oh yeah (sighs) (laughs) oh god you know they they, they get the girl out of there Meanwhile, meanwhile dry is back in the village having walked into the most obvious trap uh I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and, like, believe it was on purpose. Right? Right, because if you're looking for information on somebody and you're like, hey, anybody have information on this person? And someone is, like, very suspiciously, yeah, I know. Follow me into Mm -hmm. this back alley. Mm -hmm. Unarmed. You're like, right. Yeah, okay. I bet I could take whatever guys are gonna show up. Right, right. Like, like, that's that's presumably Jiraiya's, like, approach here, right? Like, yeah. You know, he's he's fucking dry like who gives a fuck about all the other guys? Yeah. But it's it's just like like it's really only weird in the context of like in light of like him last episode being like, okay, we have to be like on the download by how we're ninjas here, right? Like it's only weird because like the last episode ended with him like trying to avoid causing a scene. Mm-hmm. That he then in this episode like immediately causes the biggest scene that he can. I wonder I wonder what extent that was like a lie to the kids, right? Well, like, what if what if Jiraiya just didn't want to kill a bunch of those just like, like oh, these guys aren't ninjas. Yeah, they're they're not ninjas. They're just bodyguards after him for some shit he pulled, right? Like, uh huh, right. Like, yeah, I, I guess like this one, he's like, oh wow, you guys are ninjas. That's great. Now now I can like hit one of you with the Rasengan instantly. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, 
pro- probably he just doesn't want to be the guy that goes around causing trouble and then like killing all the non shinobi who are like don't like it when someone just walks into an establishment, drinks a bunch, and leaves without paying. Right? Like that. That that is my like very generous take on the situation. <laughs> yeah. Which which is like a thing I believe about Jiraiya. Sure. Right. Like. I, I I totally believe he can get in a situation where he's like, oh fuck, I can't afford this, I need to leave. Uh-huh. Without wanting to, like, you know, kill a bunch of guys that chase after him. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, like I mean, again, I, I we still don't know if Naruto understands that the Rasengan can kill people, so, like, he might have just, like, murdered a bunch of those dudes. Yeah. And, like, this is anime original shit now, Sakura can do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she could like. I mean, she she hasn't done much yet, but like you know, we, we we've seen her ability to just like tear the mast off of a ship and hit guys with it. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, Jiraiya's like talking to the Fuma Clan guys, and they like start like outlining their position about how, like they used to be like a prosperous ninja clan, right? Mm-hmm. But then Orochimaru like came in, and uh, they, 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 you know kind of like usurp their position right like the their 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 specific their specific objections to rochimaru is like he came in and he was like ninja walmart fucking driving their like local businesses out of uh yeah 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 no but like i'm I'm actually like really interested in the situation here like are there are there just like ninja clans like out in the ocean not like tied to a hidden village because that that was like the uh that was like the like status quo before like all the villages were founded right yeah um and so yeah yeah, yeah i guess there are ones that are still doing that like i guess especially in like the smaller nations right um but like it it does make me like kind of question like so presumably orochimaru isn't doing much work for the feudal lord of the, the the you know the land of rice paddies right yeah, and like presumably he's not doing much work for the like the like you know a- average people here, right? Because they don't really seem to know where they would even go to get like to like ask him, like you know pay him to do something. Yeah, right. So why why aren't the local ninja clan still getting business? <laughs> right. I mean, like, th- th- there's some like further discussion about this like the, in, the, in the next half, right? But they don't really like 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 when, when, when Sasame talks about like what, like the the situation with the Fuma clan. Um, but like they they don't like talk about any of like that information here, right? Right, because she talks about how like before Orochimaru set up shop, like the the feudal lord like ordered them like like ordered all of the ninja clans in the land of rice paddies to like go and attack like neighboring nations, and they like were overwhelmed and defeated, and like yeah, like like they, like they basically all lost a lot of standing because of, like how many people they lost in like that uh like big stupid war they like did for no reason. Yeah, and, like, be, be, because of something we learn a little bit later, like, these are presumably people who are just, like, got that order and were like, no, we're actually leaving the clan. Oh, maybe, maybe. Right, because she talks about this group of people that Jirai is encountering now as, like, uh, defectors, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess we don't, I, I guess I, 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 like, wasn't sure if that was, like, before or after the, the, the like, event that, um, they, they talk about, right? Like, like, I, like I'm just curious, like, I'm just very curious to see, like, these two like positions sort of like y- unified in some way right like i, I i'm like, 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 like i'm curious like what uh it means to them that like you know orochimaru sort of like took the position they thought that should happen like what they feel about like the like you know like military conflict that decimated their clan that they don't say anything about here yeah like i guess maybe they just weren't part of it but like like it's hard to say. Like, like maybe we'll get more of that like next week, right? And it's, it's like it, we're we're just too soon to try and like be building like complete conclusions about this right now. Yeah, that that makes sense. Or maybe we won't hear anything else about it, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could go. It could really go either way. Um, did you have anything else you want to say about this half of the episode? Uh, no. You ready to move on? I am ready to move on. Sakura and Naruto look over the masked ninja kid. Turns out she's a girl, so Sakura kicks Naruto out of the room while she dresses her wounds. When that's all done, she introduces herself as Sasame Fuma. She says that when Orochimaru set up shop, all the local ninja clans lost influence and fell to ruin. She explains how her cousin Arashi was recruited by the sound, and nobody has heard from him since. Naruto promises to get Sasame's cousin back. 
Sakura notices lots of spiders have webbed up the whole fucking temple, so Naruto makes a hundred clones, and the in-the-dirt person turns out to be kind of antlion-themed and makes a huge sinkhole, antlion-style. Okay, right. So, like, we, we, we talked a little bit about the, like, gender confusion surrounding Sasame, right? And, like, it, it's, like, resolved here in a way that, like, you know, leaves no real, like, questions about the character's position in regards to it, right? It, it's just, like... Like, I guess it feels like the whole thing, like, leads up to the, like, bit of, like, Naruto later being like, oh my god, this is a, g- a, g- a girl, right? Uh-huh. But, and, and, and I, I guess, like, the, the friction I was experiencing earlier is, like, so much of that just comes down to, like, that doesn't feel like it's worth anything to me, and we just spend a bunch of time on it. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, but, like I, I, I guess maybe, I guess maybe if you're making this show, you're like, well, maybe, like, I don't know, maybe you have a... Uh... Maybe you have more investment in that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it's just a nothing beat. Yeah, it, it's like this... It's like this, like, added layer of, like, like sort of complexity, but that doesn't really do anything, right? And I guess it, like, you know, it, it leads to, like, funny Sakura punching Naruto down a flight of stairs, right? Um, yeah. I, I guess I, I, I do kind of like how the whole that, like, Sakura punches in the door there is, like, consistently, like, carried out in terms of, like framing for the rest of the scene and there's like a kind of fun shot where she's like try trying to like you know be be like like, like, like you know t- t- taking control of the situation to like help like treat Sami's wounds but she's like lit ominously by the hole she punched in the door and like Sami's kind of freaked out um yeah um also that scene was yuri okay yeah thank you thank you yuri expert mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad i'm so glad i have you here yeah. I hope that didn't sound sarcastic. I mean, obviously, I love I love making this podcast with you, and I love your Yuri expertise. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm just saying, like, dressing another girl's wounds, kind of gay. Yeah. Okay. All right. But like, you know, Naruto like goes back up the stairs towards her eventually. Like, once Sakura's done like treating her wound, and like he goes and looks at Sasame and like realizes that she's a girl. While she's like extremely shiny now. <laughs> For like a scene. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like Sasame talks about like the thing that we talked about with the like, you know. The, the, the like kind of pointless conflict that a lot of the ninja clans in this land were like you know like they, they lost a lot of like status and like people over and uh she, she talks about how like her her cousin like went and like went to go get like like went to go throw tomorrow as like some of her other like members of her clan and uh she talks about how like yeah a, a bunch of them like like a bunch of the other clan members like split off to uh to, to go become thieves or whatever um and they're all like traitors to the clan and it does kind of make me wonder like who's left in the position that Sasame is 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 it just her like did some of the guys go to Roshimaru and she's like hmm, i have a bad feeling about this and everyone's like hey we're gonna go be thieves and she's like how dare you betray the clan and now it's just like her wandering around the woods alone <laughs> D- does she have like anybody else in her corner here right now <laughs> like is, is she the full extent of the fuba clan by her definition in this moment Oh my god, I hope so. Oh, that's really fun. But, you know, com- conveniently in all of this, Naruto gets his, like, you, you know, he like like he-, he becomes emotionally attached and, like, trying to resolve the situation with, like, Sami's cousin, like, get him back from Orochimaru, because he also has somebody who wants to get back from Orochimaru. And now he has, like, a, a thing that's, like, driving him here that, like, you know, d- so basically it doesn't even matter if uh if he-, if he gets Sasuke back or not, right? So you you, you can just kind of forget about that Sasuke stuff, and we, we can move on to uh Sasuke not being in the show more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that, that that that's all settled, and then yeah, the the, the goons attack the then the grind guy to, like starts like starts like waxing poetic about like about bugs, right? And then makes a big pit. Yeah, oh, that's that's pretty all right. There's this. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about how about this how the spider guy like sucks because he just kind of makes spiders that like go around and I guess they like locate people, but like they don't really seem to do much in a fight. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, the thing that like really stands out there to me is that like, you know, when Naruto makes all of his shadow clones at the end of the episode, uh, like, one of the guys is like, he 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 can sure make a lot of clones, but that's okay. They're they're just clones. They're not like physical or anything. And then the other guy's like, no, look, they're getting like tangled up in the webs. Those are shadow clones. But it's not like they're being like inhibited in any way. They're just kind of like effortlessly brushing the webs off of them. <laughs> yeah, like a bunch of spiders that make normal web. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not even cool ninja webs. Right. <laughs> it's just, it's like, just... who the fuck does this guy think he is? <laughs> like, 
Like, the, the worst possible spider guy that a rich Mario could have. Like, there's gotta be, like, several rungs in the ladder between him and Kido Maru. Yeah. Like, not even, not even the same, like, ballpark. Like, not even playing the same game, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. He just, like, has a big bag full of spiders and, like, practiced, like, climbing around on trees weird. <laughs> but that's, like, a spider ability. It's like, anybody could do that. He just, like, decided to, like, be a little bit dramatic about it. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you want to say about this after the episode? No, let's just move on into, to the next one. Okay. Episode 138, Pure Betrayal and a Fleeting Plea. Jiraiya pops in and summons a toad to help Naruto lure the antlion out into the open, and hits them with a Rasengan. After that hit, the goons grab their friend and retreat. The gang sets off, and Sasami brings them to some mountain she claims contains the entrance to the Sound Village. Jiraiya has the team stop for a meal, and Sasami goes to make tea with sleep poison. And now, with everyone unconscious, Sasami fires off a flare to give their location away to the pursuing ninja. Turns out, they're from a clan too. So I'm realizing that in the time, well, like, like I, I was kind of like going over this action scene in my memory, and I'm like realizing in the time since I like rewatched these episodes this morning, I've like already forgotten what they do to like lure the antlion guy out of, out into the open. Like I forget why he like jumps out of the ground to like. Okay, here's the thing. Uh huh. I was watching it uh, today to write these um to, to write these summaries. Mm-hmm. I could not parse exactly why that happened. Okay, so eventually the Atlide guy just jumps out of the pit and then and then gets hit with the Rasengan. Yep. And then the situation. Okay. All right. Okay. Because I'm like, okay, right. I, I, you know, I, I remember like you know, Naruto's like throwing his clones around and like Jiraiya's like pulling Naruto out of like danger with the like the the the, the toad tongue. And I'm like, and, and I was like, what 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 happens from there? What happens from there? And. I, I, maybe there's not maybe there's not an answer who knows i'm like i'm like curious now i'm like i might be curious enough to like go and fucking pull up open that episode on my computer and like look at this i'm already doing that okay 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 so naruto like throws a shadow clone in there at the center of the pit to like try and punch him um, okay and he dodges and he, like, yeah okay i have to say if this is your jutsu I think you should want somebody charging directly towards you to punch you to be a thing that you're like you can you can be okay with. Like I think you like. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Your 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 technique is to sit in the middle of a big pit and draw everybody towards you. Uh huh. And then somebody comes at you, and you don't have an answer for it. <laughs> right. So another poor review on the technique of these guys. Again, like this is a yeah. Okay, all right. I'm glad we cleared that up. Um, You know, these are some suck ass ninjas. Is the answer? Yeah, but like you know, to their credit, they will like you know if things start, they they seem to be like you know united enough that if things start going bad for one of them, they'll all they'll all they'll all leave together. You know, they'll all like run off and make sure that their, their friend isn't like you know. Just lying there unconscious in the middle of the battle. And that's pretty admirable. Yeah, that's really good. I hope that doesn't go poorly for them at any point. <laughs> God. You know, like, Sasami's like, yeah, hey, I, I can bring you to the to the sound village. They, they're they all headed off in the dry, like, has them stop for a meal. I'm just, like, reading your summary again right now. Sorry. Um, but, you know, the, the, the main thing I want to talk about here is, like, right, that she, she, like, makes the poison tea for them. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I mean... It's not going to be a huge surprise to say that, like, oh, actually, you know, they they like faked being like put to sleep on purpose, um, to like I guess lure the guys out, right? Yeah. Um, but the thing that's very funny to me is that like, <laughs> like in in the light of that, like when she brings the tea back, like Naruto like immediately like starts coughing and like drinks it all really fast, and like it definitely feels like it's like okay, I I heard the plan was to fake drink the tea. I need to like really really sell this. I need to like fucking. <laughs> Yeah, like everybody just takes a sip, and I was like, "All right, all right, I, I, I'm not fucking half-assing this. The whole thing is going down the hatch right now." Yeah, but yeah, you know, they all they all like fake pass out, and then uh, that's how the episode ends. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's what I meant to say about it. You know, this this one this part like maybe a little bit light. Yeah, I mean that's okay. Not a whole lot happened. Yeah, yeah. 
Sasame remembers an early encounter with the goons, and how they try to convince her that the only way to see her cousin again was to join Orochimaru. The guys show up, and Scissors Man wants to cut off the Leaf Ninja's heads, but Sasame gets between them. She gets hit, but Naruto jumps out to help her. Turns out none of them drink any real poison. Sakura looks after Sasame, while Naruto and Jiraiya kick the goons' asses. Antlion Person turns into a husk and breaks out of their former skin as a pretty young woman with badass chakra insect wings and starts blasting. She doesn't make it very long before she's out of fuel and passes out. So her buddies take her to Orochimaru to beg him to make her better. Orochimaru just sees this as their failure and kills his guy in Bag of Spiders, man. Yeah, so I mean, like, like you said, there's like the flashback scene of, um, uh, uh, of uh, Sasame like remembering when like the... Uh... The, the, these other guys like convinced her to like work with them so they could uh so she so maybe she like go go, go like see Orochimaru and her cousin right and they talk mm-hmm. about how like oh yeah he's like he, he's like training with Orochimaru day by day to get stronger you know he's he's like you know he's like, like, like he, he's working so hard to like become, become powerful and like restore the Fuma clan like Orochimaru's like doing great and this is like a this is like a beautiful confluence of like the fact that we know these guys can't matter that much and our general understanding of how Orochimaru works, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he's just in a cell somewhere being way... Like, he is another, like, jail guy, Battle Royale room, right? Like... Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> like, maybe he already died in that fight or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right? Like... <laughs> like, probably not. Probably he's gonna show up in some form in this arc. But also, it's like... You know, I, I I just feel like the uh, the the particulars of like you know the 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 audience's understanding that like in an arc like this you know th- there's only like so much like staying power any of these characters can have like mm-hmm. it, it just really aligns with like the, the our, our general understanding of the situation in a way that I think is very funny yeah uh, like genuinely like not even just in, like oh it's like a weird distance thing it's just like <laughs> it's just beautiful to see a bunch of guys who you know aren't going to last longer than six episodes talk about how important they are to Orochimaru. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> because none of them fucking know what Orochimaru is doing. Like, uh-huh. the only thing they know about Orochimaru is what they have a direct hand in. So they all think they're the most important guy. Uh-huh. Anyway, the scissors guy is like, yeah, I'm going to cut off your friend's heads now. And so he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I get it. He needs this win. He's not fucking getting anybody else with his scissors. But no. like... But you know they, they they go to try and do that, and and, and like Sasami tries to stop them, and then Naruto comes in to rescue her, right? Yeah. And they, it turns out everybody's fine. Um. And uh, you know they, they're they're gonna like protect Sasami from these guys. Um. The uh the scissors guy like tries to talk about like actually Sasami fucking loves betraying you, and then like immediately we see a flashback about her being like extremely conflicted about this, which is like very <laughs> funny to me. It's like like. <laughs> it's such a weird like construction of this show to like like have this villain like say something and like like. Have like have the fault to that be like not be a scene that like instills doubt in the viewer's mind, but instead like immediately clears up any questions about like Sasame's like motivations that could ever exist. Yeah, good show. <laughs> Expert, expertly, expertly crafted here this week. But these guys don't really last long. Like again, like I, I feel like I, I, I feel like this fight basically just boils down to like yeah, Dry and Naruto hit like two of the guys and they just crumple instantly. I, yeah. Like, a spider's guy doesn't do shit, Jiraiya just walks up and punches him. Uh-huh. And then scissors guy makes one scissors attack that Naruto ducks and then hits him with the Uzumaki barrage. And, like, both down for the count. Uh-huh. Right. And now, now, it's, now it's time for antlion person's, like, new technique, you know? They're, like... Uh-huh. Their they're tooth, they're tooth form is but a, is but a cocoon. <laughs> for the powerful, like, insect girl within. Yeah. Okay, like one badass, love it, love badass. it, badass, yeah, yeah, love that for her. Uh huh. Um, I mean, like, I don't really have much to say about it. It's just kind of a fun technique. It's kind of a fun technique, you know. I mean, like, it's it's kind, it's like you know, it, it, it's like enough of a look that I could feel like Aster activate a little bit in the back of my mind when I was watching these episodes. Um, yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking that might be a little bit Astercore. Yeah, yeah. Um. The actual execution of it doesn't actually seem much better than the, uh... No. Like, I mean, like, you know, they, they, they like, sell off because, like, dry, dry has, like, someone, like, a toad esophagus to block it, right? Yeah. But, like, 
he does that and that's like one hit and then like she's immediately fucking down for the couch she's like oh i'm too tired now i have to i have to leave yeah yeah i, I mean i have to, like you teleport know. out of here with my bros right now yeah i mean like it would be really strong if someone with like a high chakra capacity was um you know yeah yeah for sure for sure did, did the turn into a badass fairy girl technique yeah absolutely you know um doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like it's her but you know hey m- maybe Orochimaru will like be happy to learn the turn into a badass fairy girl technique <laughs> i mean it wouldn't it wouldn't teach it to me yeah yeah honestly honestly it, it's just like yeah they they have like a you know they, they have like the vision like oh yeah this this character this like this this character shape is actually just a cocoon for like the uh the the, the, the character within and it's just it's it's stunning how little they do with that like how, how little gas that action scene has in it right from there it's just uh yeah like i'm not supposed to feel like like obviously i'm not supposed to feel like these are guys are like a big deal like these aren't going to be like the the biggest threat that like these characters have faced but i'm like was i supposed to think that they sucked this bad I, I, at least, at least Scissors Guy and Bagman, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because they just get unceremoniously murdered at the end of the episode, right? Yeah, after like all extremely losing every fight they've ever been in. Yeah, 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 and like, I could be misremembering, but I'm pretty sure fairy girl is like in it a little bit more yeah yeah i I believe that's the case okay so i I guess we'll see i guess we'll see if she uh she pulls us back around um but not promising but you know you know what is great is we got to see our Mario again at the end of this episode it's just always a fucking delight (laughs) yeah like (laughs) okay imagine you're a Mario and some guys show up you have uh, no idea what you even remember. Like, you don't even remember what you asked them to do. Like, you didn't fucking take notes about, like, these guys, because, like, their their jutsus are have a scissors on their arms and have a bag full of spiders. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure Orochimaru knows about those already. Yeah, yeah, and they bring you someone you're pretty sure you have literally never seen before. Uh. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Orochimaru. We were trying to serve you, and our friend got hurt. Can you fix her? And you're and like, okay, like these guys obviously ain't shit, but like you know, you've never seen this girl before, so you're gonna yeah, see like, what's going on. Yeah, maybe she, maybe she's got like a cool technique. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, okay. How about you guys die though? And they're like, very well. We'll like honorably charge you in combat as we like meet our deaths, and then like instantly like fucking turns into blood paste. Like, Orochimaru doesn't even move. No. Uh, he still got it. He still got it. He still got it. Oh, that's, uh, that's where, like, our episode's end this week, right? Yeah, that's the end. Like, anything else you want to talk about, or? I, I feel like I got through it pretty, uh, pretty extensively. Hell um, yeah. What are, what are we watching next week? Next week, we are watching episodes 139, 140, and 141 of Naruto. Nice. If you want to catch that early, you should check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Konoha Crush, all one word, Konoha Crush. For just $3 a month, you get episodes up to a week early. And for 5 you get access to our bonus show, Narukai Uzumaki, where we talk about like isekai and isekai adjacent stuff. We took a month off of that, so sorry, everybody, but, you know, the move and everything going on, like, mm-hmm. you, know, you know how it is, but we're going to be, we're going to be doing Bofuri next, and we just covered, the, the, the last one we covered was just like a little bit ago, obviously, because we took a month off, but um, it was Sword Art Online Alternative, Gun Gale Online, and it was a really good show, so, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, like we will have the polls like going again for future shows, right? It's just like right now we were in this position of like, you know, like we, we, with like we, with the move and everything, it's like you know we we kind of wanted like the opportunity to just like pick a show that wouldn't be like a huge ordeal to cover. Um, yeah, because like I haven't like started watching that yet, and that's like not a problem for like Bofuri, right? Because it's twelve episodes. But if you had like voted for something that was like twenty six or whatever, um, you know, would, it would be. I would literally be crying right now. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, uh, 
<laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, I, I, I just, uh, I probably wouldn't be ready in time to record that episode, right? Like sometimes you just need to give yourself a little bit, that little bit of wiggle room. And I, you know, I, I appreciate you all for being understanding, assuming you're understanding, you know, assuming you're going to keep giving us money. Yeah, um, pretty, pretty please. Um, also, hey, speaking of the Patreon, I want to offer a very special thanks to our joining tier patrons, Izzy and friend of the show, Rife. Check out their streams at twitch.tv slash subspace skater. All one word, subspace skater. Um, hey, if you like what we're doing, you can check out our streams. We will stream on Twitch now. Yeah, wow. Uh, you can you can find me at twitch.tv slash guineverteef, G-U-I-N-E-V-E-R-E-T-E-E-F. Yeah, you can find me at twitch.tv slash verdictvelvet. You know, I'm uh, I'm still kind of figuring out my schedule. I'm like, trying to find out like a way to like, you know, get, get, get my streams in there without like... Uh, <laughs> without like overextending myself especially with, like how often i'm on i'm on uh, i'm on ginger streams right mm-hmm. um but you know I, i've got some things going on i'm like playing every fire emblem game in order um you know I, i'm gonna like try and like on my, on my editor like i'm playing just two, two streams a week and one of them's gonna be fire emblem, one of them's gonna be like you know I, i'm gonna like try and like work through like games that i've like been meaning to play for a while but i've had like a difficult time like actually motivating myself to do right um yeah i'm like i think that'll be fun uh I'm still working through Twilight Princess, and obviously on Fridays, uh, Luca and I are still playing Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah. Uh, over on my channel. So hey, come and check us out. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot it's, of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and the like the live interaction is like really really cool. You know, if you have like questions about the show, like we talk about Konoha Crush like all the time. Um, it's like on, so easy they like trick us into talking about naruto and then you basically get like a bonus episode of this podcast for free like literally like literally um also like on the discord for like the my 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 live streams uh there's a link to it on my twitch um we have like a whole channel dedicated to like konoha crush and naruto stuff so like you know it's not like exclusive or anything you can just like join if you want but uh come and check us out yeah anything else you want to say no, I think that about covers it. I'm good to I'm good to finish up here. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. And remember, there is no such thing as filler.